the top five at five. White collar financial crime is not a victimless crime. New York's attorney general has announced a $250 million lawsuit against Donald Trump and the Trump Organization. A move the former president told Hannity on Fox is another witch hunt. Corrections officers are acquitting the notorious Rikers Island Jail in droves as the New York City Council eyes ending solitary confinement. New Yorkers fleeing the Big Apple to Florida set a new all-time record for August. And they're also on target to set a new record for all of 2022, according to a new analysis by the New York Post. Rare protests in Russia after President Putin orders 300,000 reservists to active duty following losses in its war on Ukraine, with Putin again alluding to a perceived nuclear threat. The Federal Reserve raises interest rates for the third time this year, indicating even more hikes above initial expectations are planned this year to fight inflation and fend off a recession. New York's Attorney General Letitia James Wednesday sued former President Donald Trump and the Trump Organization and his children for $250 million dollars. The AG alleges business fraud. The lawsuit is the culmination of the Democrats' three-year civil investigation into Trump and the Trump Organization. White-collar financial crime is not a victimless crime. When the well-connected break the law to take in more money that they are entitled to, it reduces resources to working people, to regular people, to small businesses and to tax and all taxpayers. Three of Trump's adult children, Donald Jr., Ivanka, and Eric Trump, were also named as co-defendants, along with two longtime company executives, Alan Weisselberg and Jeffrey McConney. Corrections officers at the notorious Rikers Island Jail Complex in New York City are quitting in record numbers. Over 3,000 have called it quits over three years. Officers face lack of personnel, no lunch breaks, long shifts, New York City leaders, meanwhile, are debating whether to end solitary confinement, meaning some of the most dangerous inmates would remain in the jail's general population. Benny Basio, Jr. of the Corrections Officers Benevolent Association, spoke to ABC7. We're in a, in a state of crisis right now. This year alone, we've lost 600 officers due to the same thing, resignations and retirements. We're getting assaulted, and this is our sad reality. The New York City Council has voted against adding hundreds of new officers this year to replace the ones who left. And lack of COs also means inmates cannot be taken for things like medical care or even court appearances. Not only are Rikers officers leaving, but New Yorkers are fleeing the Big Apple in record numbers, too. According to a post-analysis of Florida's motor vehicle records, nearly 6,000 New Yorkers moved to Florida in August alone. That's a new record for a single month. And year-to-date, some 42,000 New Yorkers have headed south on track to set a new record, too. Since March, New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, has been trying to get people who fled to Florida back to New York. So everyone who moved to Florida, get your butts back to New York City, because New York City is where you want to be. Some observers had speculated that the exodus would reverse as COVID declined, but the Post's latest figures, citing quality of life issues, finds just the opposite. Following embarrassing territorial defeats in its war on Ukraine, Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered a partial mobilization of reservists in Russia. Rare protests have erupted in Russia, leading to almost 1,200 arrests. Flights are also booked as others flee the country. 
Putin's order follows humiliating setbacks for his troops in his seven-month-old war in Ukraine. I want to remind those who allow themselves such statements about Russia that our country also has a variety of weapons of destruction. And if the territorial integrity of our country is threatened, we will, without question, use all the means at our disposal to protect Russia and our people. This is not a bluff. The Russian leader warned the West he isn't bluffing about using everything at his disposal to protect Russian territory. That appeared to be a veiled reference to his nuclear threats condemned by Western allies. To combat inflation, the Federal Reserve raised its key interest rate by a substantial three-quarters of a percentage point Wednesday. For the third straight time, the Fed's move boosted its benchmark short-term rate to a range of 3% to 3.25%, the highest level since the early 2008 year. Here's Fed Chair Jerome Powell. And in light of the um, uh, high inflation we're seeing, we think we'll need to and in light of what I just said, we, we think that we'll need to bring uh, our, our funds rate to a restrictive level and to keep it there for some time. Policymakers also signaled additional hikes by year's end. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.